0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: In business, you rarely hear the expression, for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and and there's there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss.
3: E.G. Marshall, I'm going to take you into a wonderful country where space and time and imagination are mixed up in a strange goulash, spiced with madness. You don't have to guess where this delightful land is. I'll tell you. It's in you. It's in everybody. It's the world of fantasy. This is a story about a man whose wild fantasies became real with the help of a witch doctor. Private Hale. Yes, sir. Jeffrey Hale, PFC, 11009988. You are the last. Our final hope. Last what, sir? The last man who can save Western civilization. You alone can lead us to victory. Me, sir? I'm just a common soldier, Mr. President. Jeffrey Hale, PFC, 11009988. Not anymore. You're now a nine-star general. I appoint you. Me? A general? The day you defeat the aliens... Tomorrow, the world. Hey, wow, this is my big dream. It's come true at last. Our fantasy, The Man from Ultra, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Alfred Bester and stars Court Benson and Robert Burr. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division... And XLAX. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Mr. Solon Aquila is a mystery man who is seen everywhere and understood nowhere. You run across him at first nights, in posh restaurants, playing squash. Fishing for salmon, bidding extravagantly at auctions, buying comic books. He speaks a lunatic mishmash of languages. He's rich, he's lucky. Everything seems to go exactly right for him. But today, something went very wrong for Solon Aquila when he bustled into the art gallery of Mr. James Graham. And what he did about it makes a strange story. Bonsoir, Jimmy. Here is a cool day for color, yes? Cool. (laughs) I'm fluent in slang, ancient and modern. I desire to buy a picture. Good morning, Mr. A'Killer. A'Killer from the Latin. Means eagle. Yes, Mr. A'Killer. I'm in the mood to collect your man, what's his name? Your prize, your greatest. Artists like Bosch. I already own three paintings. I think you mean Geoffrey Hale. Ah, what a memory. Exactly the artist I collect. I wouldn't have believed it. You know, it's extremely odd you're coming in at this moment. Odd? (laughs) I always come in at the right moment. I'm born lucky. A Jeffrey Hale monochrome arrived just five minutes ago in the morning mail. Bravo! You see, I am lucky. I'd rather not show it to you, Mr. Aquila. It can't be sold. Why not? I can't say, sir. Must I judo your arm, Jimmy? You can't show, you can't sell, you can't say why. Jeffrey Hale, my favorite artist, show me the Hale masterpiece. All right, Mr. Aquila. This way, please. I have it hidden in this breakfront. came in this envelope from the Babylon Clinic. Babylon? What is that? <laughs> Den of Iniquity? I'll explain later. First, see what was sent. Well, this is no work of art. It's merely coin of the realm, a dollar bill. Turn it over, sir. Look at the face. So, I turn the bill over and... Oh. You see, sir? This is not a portrait of George Washington. No, sir. It is a picture of myself, Soran Akira. Yes. Jeffrey Hale drew it on the dollar bill. Well, it's an outrage. It's libel, slander. I look like a fiend in human shape. Dracula, Godzilla, King Kong. That's why I didn't want you to see it. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Oh, <laughs> hurt? Well, I must own this work of art. Name your price. But answer me this. Sir? Is this accident or on purpose? I've never met your Geoffrey Hale. Does he know me? I don't know, Mr. Achille. Hmm, a mystery, eh? Why does the great Geoffrey Hale draw on money? Uh, My picture, why? He's insane, Mr. Achille. What? This genius, insane? It's very sad. They've had to institutionalize him in the Babylon Clinic. He spends his time drawing these pictures of you on money. Only me? Only you. Why does he jump his tracks, Jimmy? Well, they say it's a withdrawal. He's still a very young man. Immature. His success came too soon. He isn't ready for it, for responsibilities. So he's turned his back on everything and withdrawn into childhood. That's what the doctors say. And the drawing on money? They say that's his symbol of childhood. It proves he's too young to know what money is for. And my portrait? I can't explain that, Mr. Aquila. You know something I'm disappointed severely disappointed. No more art from Geoffrey Hale ever. Quit. we must do something about Geoffrey Hale. I will do something. I will save him. I am drawing. I am drawing like Cellini. All art is one art. I was born. I am dead. I had peace. I had hope. I had And then the faraway fiend came and looked, looked, looked.
1: Get away. Get away. I'm not here. There is no Jeffrey Hale. Only the
3: dead in here. It's all right, Jeff. It's only me. You remember me, Jim Graham? Can I have a dollar? It's all right, doctor. I won't upset him. You can leave us alone for a few minutes. Jeffrey wants a dollar. Jeff, I brought some of your old work with me. I thought you might like to look it over with me. It might inspire a few new ideas. Can I have a dollar? (laughs) Baby wants a dollar. All right, Jeff. I've got one here in the portfolio of your work. Baby wants a dollar. Just wait one minute. I've got a special one for you. Here it is. Nice dollar. Nice (laughs) Jeff, for Pete's sake.
1: Uh, uh, Far away fiend! His face. Look, look there. Uh, On the dollar. How did he get there? He's after me everywhere.
3: How did he get in here? Jeffrey, listen to me. I'm talking to you. I talk through my picture. You hear me, Jeffrey? I am your friend. Yes. I will help you escape from Sodom and Gomorrah Clinic. I put words in your mouth. I put a plan in your head. Ready? Listen. Listen. Have you got a watch on you, Graham? Good Lord, Jeff. Is this you? Lend it to me for a minute, will you? Jeff, you? Well, of course. Of course. Just let me get it off the chain. Here you are. Thanks. Um, all right. Go ahead with the picture bet, Jeff, this is you again, isn't it? The way you were. 30. 35. 40. Jeff? 45. Jeff, this is you again, isn't it? 60, you sounded for a moment like your old self. 65. You... 1. Jeff? 105. I guess I only imagined it. 110. Well, let's have a look at your work, Jeff. Now, here's one of your earliest. This tempera that gave you so many heartaches, remember? 125. I was wondering if you'd care to try another. They sell remarkably well. What do you think, Jeff? I'm sorry. Jeff, for heaven's sake, what are you doing? Counting minutes? Sometimes they lock the door and go away. Other times they stay and spy on you from outside. But they never spy longer than a few minutes, so I'm giving them extra time. Jeff, it's you again. Or is it? When I was a rough, tough kid on the south side, they always said that a roll of nickels in your fist gave you a hell of a punch. I think maybe a pocket watch can do the same thing. Excuse me, Mr. Graham. I've got to knock you cold. Jeff! Just following instructions. I've got to clobber you. Switch clothes and bust out of here. Excuse me, Mr. Graham. Just following instructions. They're not going to get me. He promised. He promised I'd get out. And I got out. He promised they wouldn't catch up. Not yet, I yes, yes, turn left here, third house from the corner, he said, tenement, he said, looks deserted, empty he said, i, I here,
1: here, this is it, top floor, he said,
3: he told me whoever he was, top floor. Mr. Jeffrey Hale, welcome. On the dot. Enter. I've been waiting for you. The faraway fiend. The faraway fiend. No, oh, my friend. Ah, forgive the hand of yours truly over the mouth of a great artist. Ah, enter my chamber of horrors. Pardon if I'd you bodily. Ah. So, presto, change Exit Geoffrey Hale from pursuit. Will you continue screaming if I release my hand? Well, I'll try. Look! Mm. Stronger measures required. Here. Mm. Sniff this. Mm. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Better, eh? <laughs> Bravo. Mm. Sit, my beauty. First, drink this. Warranted non habit forming. Well, what's happened? There's like a fever or something behind me. Nightmares. I know you. I know you from somewhere. I know your face. Oh, indeed you do. Ozarts Ball. A long time ago. Ah, yes. It was one half year ago. I was there. An unfortunate night. No, glorious night. Happy. Fun. Like a school dance. Like a prom in costume. Always back in the childhood, eh? Well, we must attend to that. I was with Judy. We realized we were in love that night. Everything was going to be wonderful. And then you passed and looked at me. Just once you looked, it was horrible. Now I remember. I was unguarded. You wore red and black, like Satan... The faraway fiend. We must bring you back to the land of the living. That is why I have arranged this meeting. Come into the laboratory. (laughs) Sit on that stool, Mr. Hale. You're a doctor? No, let us say a warlock. Strictly speaking, a witch pathologist. Strictly modern magic. You're a witch, Doctor? You have to be putting me on. Oh, yes, I am. But in a way you don't expect, I am going to help you grow up. How? Your trouble is loss of sanity in flight from reality, brought on by one unguarded look from me. I apologize for that. But you should be fighting for the peace of maturity, not the fantasies of the child... No. Youth is the dream. Youth is the blessing. For some, yes. But not for you. We must dispel your fantasies with witchcraft psychiatry. We will wipe your slate clean at a very small price. What price? Ah, you see when we're finished. Now, are you ready? We begin the purge of your dreams. Chameron, Mitrus, Casmiel, Hera, Sadirno, Lucifer. Jeffrey Hale sits helpless in the magic pentacle while the liquids and powers which Solon Aquila has placed around him burst into flame and drug him with their overpowering fumes. The black music roars in his ears. He loses all sense of space and time while this world slips away from him and he is cast headlong into another, wondering where he will land. Act two will tell us in just a few moments. Honestly, now, don't we all share the same childish fantasies with each other and... With a young artist, Jeffrey Hale. We keep them a secret. We're ashamed to never confess them to anyone. We imagine they're unique. They're not, you know. The mysterious Solon Aquila, ultra-modern witch doctor, is sending Jeffrey Hale into his hidden fantasy world to live out his dreams. How many of them are yours and mine? Mr. Hale! I'm Jeffrey Hale. Who are you? I am president of World Medical Association. Where have you been, my friend? Do you know what's happened? No, what's happened? After your escape from the sanatorium, bango! atom bombs everywhere. The two-hour war is over. The plague is here. Plague? What plague? Nuclear fission has turned urticaria into a deadly disease that is spreading all over the world. What's urticaria? Hives. Hives? Only kids get that. Oh, don't you believe it? This is radioactive hives. Everybody is swelling up like raspberries and dropping like flies. You are the one man capable of finding a cure. No doubt on account of a mysterious mutant strain in your makeup, which it makes you so different. Me? You. It is your responsibility to save the world, or else the human race will disappear forever. You mean like Louis Pasteur? Or like Dr. Fleming, or Dr. Salk, or Galileo. Take your pick save the world with a great discovery. This is my big dream. It has come true. Uh, But you know I'm not a doctor. You have something more important. You have genius. Anyway, you will have an assistant to help. Here she is, the beautiful Dr. Judith Field.
4: Good morning, Dr. Hale.
3: Good morning, Dr. Field. Uh, I'm not a doctor. Oh, you are now. You are given seven honorary degrees of the World Medical Association.
4: Shall we begin your monumental discovery, Dr. Hale?
3: H2O. H2O. G2SO4. G2SO4. Salt. Salt. Two drops lighter fluid.
4: Two drops lighter fluid.
3: Right. Now flame the test tube in that, uh, that. that tube that burns on top.
4: The Bunsen burners, Dr. Hale.
3: The Bunsen burners, Dr. Field.
4: Yes, Doctor. Do you think this experiment will succeed?
3: I don't know. I don't know. This, this is the 97th and we seem to be getting nowhere. Sometimes I'm discouraged.
4: Don't lose your courage, Doctor. You're bound to succeed
3: sooner or later. But it may be too late. The radioactive hives are spreading everywhere. Older and wiser heads are denouncing me. It's a quack and a fraud. We will keep the faith, Doctor. Call me Jeff. Thank you. Your experiment's
4: finished.
3: Let me have the test tube. Thank you.
4: Well, Doctor.
3: Jeff. Damn it, another failure. What is it? Why did you smash
4: the test tube?
3: Only a cure for the common cold. Useless.
4: Don't give up, Jeff.
3: I won't. We'll start again. I must save the world. (laughs) Sulfur and molasses, one teaspoon.
4: Sulfur and molasses, one teaspoon.
3: Bicarbonate of soda, one teaspoon.
4: Bicarbonate of soda, one teaspoon.
3: Two cc's white vinegar.
4: Two cc's white vinegar.
3: Very good. Heat test tube.
4: Yes, Jeff. This one must
3: succeed. I don't know. I don't know. It's our 303rd attempt. Nothing but a long list of failures. You're
4: tired and worn out. Get some proper rest.
3: I can't, Dr. Field. I can't.
4: You need warmth and comfort. Call me Judy.
3: Thank you, Judy.
4: Your experiment's finished, Jeff.
3: Let me have the test tube, Judy.
4: Well, Jeff. Oh, Jeff, not again.
3: Yes, again, another failure.
4: What is it this time?
3: Only a cure for arthritis. Useless.
4: Don't be discouraged, Jeff.
3: Two cc red ink.
4: Two cc red ink.
3: Two cc black ink.
4: Two cc black ink.
3: Three drops liquid detergent.
4: Three drops liquid detergent.
3: One half cup salad dressing.
4: <gasps> Good Lord, Lord, you don't dare.
3: I must. I don't care what the risk is. I must for the sake of the world. One half cup salad dressing.
4: One half, half cup salad dressing?
3: Heat over low flame.
4: Heat Over low flame.
3: It must work. It has to work. This is experiment 606, and we're running out of test tubes.
4: Whatever gave you the idea for this brilliant experiment, Jeff? (laughs) Good Lord, what's coming out of the test tube? It's so funny. It has five
1: arms and four mouths and, and all those eyes. It is a what, human. What is it, Dr. Hale? Dr. Hale, I hope they explosion. You pound the formula. It's attacking duty. Run, Dale. Run. I'll oh, stop it. Get away, quick. Monsters in laboratories love to eat beautiful assistants. I've got it tied up. Run. Ooh. Demonstrate him. Great There he goes down the hatch. All five hatches. Wonder wonder where he will land.
3: My name is Hale. Jeff Hale. Big J the good guys call me. The creeps and goons don't have the guts to call me anything to my face. I run Hale and Storm private investigators, but my partner, Joe Storm, caught a slug in the gut last Monday. He was getting too close to the organization, and the hitman let him have it. I'm looking for that hitman to balance the books. And I'm looking for a new partner to take his place. Only reference required? Handle a thirty eight special like it was a piece of your hand. I'm sitting in my crummy office when this... 38 special sachets in. Her other dimensions were 26, 34. A real looker and in trouble. But sympathy isn't my line of business.
4: Mr. Hale? Yeah. My name is Judith Field. Yeah. I'm in trouble. I need help.
3: Trouble will cost you 50 a day in expenses.
4: I have the money, Mr. Hale.
3: Help comes higher.
4: Of course. So spill it. It's the golden zodiac which Merlin presented to King Arthur and Queen Guinevere. All the signs are worked in rubies and diamonds. It's priceless. Well? It disappeared for a thousand years. Last year it was discovered in a ruin in Wales. Three men were murdered for it. It was smuggled out of England to the States. Four more men were murdered. We, I, I believe it's in this city and I must find it.
3: You slipped, sister. Who's weak?
4: You're smart, aren't you?
3: I can spell Mississippi.
4: And tough.
3: On account of a mysterious mutant strain in my makeup, which makes me different. So give, who's we?
4: Your partner, Joe Strom.
3: He never told me about the job.
4: He was moonlighting for personal reasons. Yeah, so? He must have gotten too close to the Golden Zodiac. And? There's another man after at the head of the organization... Mr. Six-by-Six.
3: And this six-by-six had Joe wiped?
4: That's what the grapevine says.
3: Okay, Curly, you're a deal. And listen, I'm looking for a new partner. If you play your cards right, I may take you.
4: I think I've already taken you.
3: I thought that over on my way to see Lieutenant Jim Graham and get the scam on the Golden Zodiac. Boone Sniper threw a little lid in my direction, so I knew we weren't playing girls' rules. Mr. Six-by-Six six was playing for keeps. So was I. I had a score to settle with him. I don't care how many scores you've got to settle, Hale. Not in my precinct. i told you a hundred times. Take it easy, Lieutenant. You step over the line once more, I throw the book at you. Cool it, man. All I want is the scam on this golden Zodiac. Oh, you're in on that, are you? Who's your client? A doll named Field... Judy Field. Keep away from her, Hale. She's poison. Like how? Seven men were murdered for that Zodiac. And? Every one of them was living with her when they got killed. All the pieces were falling into place now, so I took myself to the Lavalier Hotel and paid a call on Judy Field. Unexpected. She was in a negligee having lunch at a table before a big window with a view of the lonesome city that gives nothing and takes everything.
4: Jeff, it's you. Yeah. But uh, why didn't you tell me you were coming?
3: Wanted to surprise you, kid.
4: Well, I am surprised. And delighted.
3: And ask you a few questions.
4: Anything, Jeff. Ask me anything.
3: How come you're eating your salad off a golden plate?
4: Why, I, um. The, the hotel serves on gold plates. They they think it gives this cheap joint class.
3: Yeah? A gold plate with a Zodiac on it? Jeff, uh, no,
4: you, you mustn't think that I...
3: I know what I'm thinking. Joe Strom found the golden Zodiac for you, and you wasted him to shut his mouth. You didn't know how much he told me, so you gave me the song and dance. No, Jeff, no. Sorry, but I'm sending you to the slammer for murder one. And what would you do with the golden Zodiac, Mr. Hale? Who are you? Bonjour, Miss Field. I see you've cleverly disguised the Zodiac as a dinner plate. To answer your question, Mr. Hale, I'm head of the organization. My more intimate friends call me six by six. But you're not a fat man, you're a thin man. Six feet by six inches. Now I quietly will take the golden Zodiac. Don't let
4: him, Jeff. It's worth millions.
3: And eight lives, counting my partner. The price is too high, babe. It's the slammer for you.
4: Even for my love. It will
3: do you no good to bribe, Miss Field. Behind me, you see my two reliable hitmen. They're prepared for anything. So now, I take the Golden Zodiac. And... But what is this? Like you said, the Zodiac. It is not. It is a forgery. Eight murders and an 8,000-mile chase for a counterfeit. What makes you so sure? Look at the signs. Instead of Aquarius, it reads Aqueduct. Gemini is Gemini. Arius is Arior, and so on. I've been duped. You'll pay for this. Both of you.
4: Gentlemen? No, Mr. Six by Six. No, I'll give you my.
1: The center ring, our star attraction! The great, the only, the inimitable Jeffrey, the giant, in his death-defying, perilous, dangerous, hell-raising feat, up to now performed only before the crowned heads of Europe, this terrifying performance is classified X horror adults only! Jeffrey the Giant, with the assistance of his lovely Judith the Jezebel of circus life, will be shot out of this 30-inch cannon, when where he will land, nobody knows.
3: What were you doing with that trapeze act last night?
4: Just having a cup of coffee and a quiet talk.
3: With all six of them?
4: They're nice
3: and the lion tamer, and the contortionist, and the tattooed man, they were nice?
4: Don't be jealous,
3: Jeff. I was. Not anymore. I'm the star of this show. The great Jeffrey, the giant. Everywhere we play, I've got a hundred groupies squalling around me and asking for my autograph. I can have my pick of them.
4: Don't talk like that, Jeff.
3: You were a nothing. I picked you off the back of an elephant. Me, the great star. Get into the cannon. Fight later. I'm getting... And now you cheat on me. Judy, I don't need you. I'm throwing you back to the elephants. No. Yes, I'm a star. I can have any girl in the world. I can have anything I want. I don't need you. You're finished. Will you get into the cannon? I'm in. I'm in. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have
1: silence, please, for this perilous performance. <laughs>
4: He's been shot up through the tent. What happened? I don't know. I I guess I must have put a double load in the cannon. By mistake. By
1: mistake, of course. And there he goes into outer space.
3: Poor Jeffrey Hale. The artist's imagination and the witchcraft of Mr. Solon Aquila have shot him on another trip through space and time into another world of his fantasy. Which, where, and how has Solon Aquila gained the strange power to do this to the artist? Act three will tell us. Shot through space and time into the fantasy world of his imagination by the witchcraft of Mr. Solon Aquila, Jeffrey Hale has not, as we expected, landed on Mars or Jupiter or any other destination in outer space, no. He's landed in the big-game country of Central Africa.
4: I hate killing. So when my fiancé, Sir James Graham, insisted that I accompany him on a safari, I was unhappy. I was even unhappier when we reached the snows of Mount Kilman, Joy. I discovered that our white hunter, Jeffrey Hale, was steel and ice, a hard man. I also discovered that my fiancée was a coward. What's that? What's that?
3: Just a leopard prowling our camp. Nothing to worry about, Sir James.
4: A leopard?
3: Yes, Miss Field, trying to pick up a bearer. Oh, but good Lord. Will it? Probably. That's why I always hire more bearers than I need.
4: Mr. Hale, how can you be so heartless?
3: Law of Africa, Miss Field. Eat and be eaten. Oh, well. If it, it bothers you. Stemba!
1: Stemba, you rascal! Here. Stemba, come, great white banner. Stemba, come, sir.
3: Let me have the Manlicka 4799 and hold the tent flaps open. That one's great white one. What are you going to do, Hale? I mean, it might come in and attack us. A chance we have to take. I'm going to shoot it.
4: You mean sitting
3: here, like this? Miss Field, I'm damned if I'm going to leave a comfortable chair and a good stiff drink to go prowling after a leopard. Let him come to me. Here is Manlick of 4799, Buena. Thank you, Stamba. Hold the flaps wide. Stand clear. I nicked you the last time, remember? Congratulations, mighty Buena. Mercy. Ah, oh, yes. There he is. Here he comes. Steady now. He's coming in after us. He's attacking. I can't stand it. That does it. Now, what were we saying before we were so rudely interrupted? Hale, you're unbelievable. Absolutely. Pure, raw courage.
4: Unbelievable.
3: <laughs> All in the day's work. Stemmer, have the beast skinned for Sir James' collection. To hear is to obey, one. You shot every skin in my collection, and I funked it again today. Nonsense. A lion can spook anyone. And yesterday... Think nothing of it, Sir James. The rhino charge can frighten anyone.
4: But not you, Mr. Hale.
3: I've been around the snows of Kilmanjoy long enough to be salted, Miss Hughes. And the day
4: before that. James, dear, don't you think you've had enough to drink? Well, I've got to.
3: It's the only way I can bolster my nerve. That buffalo spooked me. And the cheetah and the boa constrictor and the hard and the... No, 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 no. You make too much of these little accidents.
4: Accidents? James wouldn't be alive if you hadn't shot those beasts, Mr. Hale.
3: That's what I'm paid for, Miss Field. Well, if we're for elephant tomorrow, we'd best turn in early. Good night, all.
4: Mr. Hale, are you awake?
3: Always, Miss Field. Law of Africa. Never sleep.
4: There's a tarantula in my tent.
3: Right. I'll take care of it. Got my Webley 44 under my pillow for emergencies.
4: No, please, no. The shot would wake the whole camp. Please, Mr. Hill, may I come in for a moment? I'm frightened.
3: By all means. Spiders can do that to anyone.
4: Doesn't anything ever frighten you?
3: Beautiful women like you. What else? Nothing, much.
4: James is a coward.
3: Give him time, Miss Field.
4: He's had enough time. I can't bear the thought of marrying a coward and a drunk.
3: No? And what do you propose to do about it?
4: Nothing. You'll do it. Me? You're after elephant tomorrow. When an elephant charges James, do nothing. What? Pretend your gun jammed. Do nothing to save James.
3: For heaven's sake, you're asking me.
4: Don't you understand what's between us? It's the only way. Let James Graham die.
3: All right, Graham, we make our stand here. The beaters are driving the elephants toward us. Are they dangerous, hell? Mm, no more than lion. Stemba, the Manlicker 5950 for me. The Cosme Express for Sir James. I hear in a bay, great white buona, out of sight... You know, I've spent years trying to wean Stemba from his native Swahili. He still can't speak English. Good heavens, man. How can you be so casual? They're coming. Don't you hear them? Right. They're stampeding toward Right. I'm shaking. I'm shaking. I can't hold my gun. I'll funk it again. I know it. Stand by me. Hale. don't let me down. Ah! ha! Ah. Yes. What happened, Stemba? The
1: elephant got the wrong men. I think now I go and pick Jeffrey
3: Hale up. What's left of him? Bravo, Mr. Hale. Fantasy all finished. But you fell off your stool with a crack and broke the magic pinnacle before I could catch you. I. I feel like I put my head under an elephant. Oh, you did. <laughs> you did in your dream. Now we discuss what I've done, eh? Make yourself comfortable. I feel like I've been through a ringer. You were. Your own. Listen. Man lives by his decisions. A man has some eleven million nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-eight to make in his lifetime, eh? If you say so. It is the maturity of these decisions that decides whether he is a man or a child. But a man cannot make mature decisions until he has purged himself of the fantasies of childhood. They must go. Agreed? I suppose I ought to feel grateful. But I feel. Well, empty. Cheated. Ah, that will pass. But I told you there was a price to pay for growing up. Look in this mirror. Lord, is that me? Gently, gently. The lines in my face, the gray in my hair. It's not so bad. It's good. You're still a youth in physique, you've lost none of your life. Only the pretty, unformed face of childhood. No, no. All right, all right, all right. Gently, my child. Here you are, purged, unhappy, bewildered, both feet on the hard road of maturity. Would you like that this never had happened? I can do. spurlos Verensk. It is ten seconds from your escape. You can have your pretty young face back. You can be captured. You can return to the asylum a child again. You can't. Oh, but I can. I can. There is no limit to the power of the 15,000 angstrom band. What are you? Satan? Lucifer? The devil? I'll tell you who I am, Jeffrey. I'm a scoundrel. A black sheep. A remittance man from the planet Ultra in the Tucana Cluster. There's no place in the cluster that can tolerate me. They pay me to stay away on this primitive, lovely beach you call the Earth. Here, I entertain myself as best I can. I don't believe it. No, but it's true. And that is why the unguarded despair in my eyes struck terror into your innocent soul and ruined you. Now, I heal you. Like this? Yes. Now, I show you the one salvation you have here on your Earth, which we do not have on Ultra. You have been brought face-to-face face with your fantasies. Now I arrange for you to come face-to-face face with reality. Uh, through this door, please.
4: Hi. Hey.
3: Judy, you? Me. But, but really? Really. Where are we? What is all this?
4: It's the beaux Ball. As near as I can remember. Mr. Solon helped me reconstruct it. I don't understand. He called me and we put this together for you. The pleasure of your company in a dance, sir.
3: You mean it's real? You're really real?
4: Oh, Jeff. Poor Jeff. Always looking for reality. Never knowing it when you find it. I'm
3: getting all mixed up again.
4: You're getting all straightened out for the first time.
3: What do you mean, Judy?
4: You're an artist, Jeff. You think through your eyes. I suppose. So I'll tell it through your eyes. What do you see when you look in a mirror? Or me? The real Jeff Hale? The way other people see
3: him? Of course.
4: That's funny. When I look in a mirror, I don't see me the way other people see me. No, why not? Because I see myself backwards. What?
3: Oh, 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 yes. Of course. You're right. As a graphics man, I should have remembered we always see ourselves reflected in reverse. Not always. No?
4: Not when we see ourselves reflected by other people. The people who love us. Oh? I see myself as I really am in you, my love. Can you see yourself
3: as you really are in me? I... I want to. I... I want to, but... But what? But I don't trust us.
4: No? Why?
3: Because we're so crazy in love.
4: You don't trust love?
3: No. I... Oh, yes, I... Yes, I... (laughs) It's the
1: faraway fiend What is it? With black eyes like pools of hell
3: Yes, my child Your lady and I, we reenacted that moment for you And now you know what you saw reflected in my eyes What plunged you into despair No You saw your own fear No That you might be as empty as I am empty No, no Empty of what? Say it I... Don't know. You know. Say it. Please, Jeff. Oh. oh love. But you are not. Look here at this lovely lady who adores you and fights to save you. Could she love a man who cannot love? Never. Do you understand what you have here and what we do not have in Tucana Cluster? It is love. It's what I'm trying to learn. It's what may save me as it may save you. It's getting late, my Jeffrey. Time to make up your mind. All I have to do is throw a witchcraft switch and you can be back where you started. Which will it be? The reality of life or the dream of life? Decide. Oh. This is the big one? that rests with your lady.
4: They're all big, Jeff.
3: I'm being forced to commit myself. Yes.
4: But not to me, Jeff. Only to yourself.
3: You have what we do not have. Mm. This dear young lady could save Ultra in the Tucana Cluster with her love. She could save me. And I warn you, if you decide to withdraw into your easy way of escape, I will try to persuade her into saving me. Make no mistake. I can do it. So, escape is easy. Life is hard. Make up your mind. Then I'll take it the hard way. I wonder what Jeffrey Hale meant by taking it the hard way. There are many who say that life on Earth is human survival, and we must pay a tough, realistic price. Many others say the flower children are right. Look at what human survival has cost us, and is it worth it? I would like to believe that Jeffrey Hale's decision came somewhere between the two extremes, but I don't know. I shall be back shortly. As I told you, I've run across Solon Aquila, the remittance man from Ultra, everywhere. He's charming, entertaining, brilliant, but he's never told me what will become of this lovely beach in the stars that we call Earth. I ask him whether he'll preserve it or destroy it. And he laughs and says, Come si, come sa, my Goldilocks and the Three Bears, coup d'etat. It's all your decision. Our cast included Court Benson, Robert Burr, Mandel Kramer, Roberta Maxwell. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale No outlaws, bandits. Band. Oh, not in this day and age. There were in other days and other times. Since the war... El Codillo ruled all Spain with an iron hand. Who is to say no to the general? Nor is it a wise thing to try. What happened? Uh, there's a tree trunk across the road. Uh, Senorita Welch, are you all right? See, si, see, si, yes. But what are those fares ahead? An accident, perhaps. Uh, probably a washout. I don't think so. You're here? Those are horses' shoes. How did that huge trunk get there? I don't know, but we cannot pass. There are caballeros coming. They must be police or local officials. With guns in their hands? uh, I'm afraid you have got your wish. These are bandidos. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure...